Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger. Hey, welcome to Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Bronger. With me, as always, is the amazing Queen Amanda. Uh, guys, thank you so much for all your great reviews and uh, very kind words. Uh, I believe we were picked up by a dad blog somewhere from the yeah. Joe Coy episode, which is very cool. Um, uh, and uh, speaking of dads, uh, our guest today... No. Um, <laughs> Lisa Hannawalt, my friend, is here. Uh, Hello. You know her, the artist and creator, co-creator of uh, BoJack Horseman. Uh, she also has a new show coming out soon, which she'll talk about. But um, to the matter at hand, I feel like the best uh, kind of podcast, just get into whatever the people were talking about in real life before yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> we got into the the, the bullshit of, uh, hey, welcome, everyone. Uh, my name is Guy Smiley. <laughs> uh, but um, you were talking about, you guys were talking about your problems with your dogs. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Our um, dogs are sick. Our dogs are sick. Yeah. So- my dog's name is Tumbles. She's 10. Tumbles. Tumbles. Yes. <laughs> she's like a Sharpe pit mix. I got her from a dog fighting raid. Oh, my God. But she's like the nicest, gentlest. Beautiful dog. Thing. Yeah. I got mine yeah. off Craigslist, and her name is Indy. Amazing. <laughs> no way. I love that. That's a good name, Indy. Yeah. Indiana Jones is the full name. But, it, you know. Nice. No, really? Yeah. yeah. That's Okay, you win. You win. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> Seal of approval. Oh my goodness. Okay, so Tumbles had surgery, and I was faced with her mortality. This is what we were talking about. Yeah. So like, I spent a big chunk of my day yesterday like making art, and so here's what happened. I was walking my neighborhood um, without her, right? Like epic emo walk, listening uh-huh. to like emo music, and there was a giant roll of butcher paper like it was like 12 feet long out of a recycle bin so I went and like checked it to see if it like had anything on it and it didn't I sat there kind of like puttering a little bit and like the song I was listening to that pops up talks about like if you like you would rather go broke and be able to express yourself fully with art like that's pure love and I'm like okay so I grab this big piece of butcher paper out of this dumpster carry it four blocks home oh my god (laughs) I like push my I mean I have a living room but for some reason I had to like do it in my bedroom like I needed that and so what I did is I I rolled it out I smoked a little bit of weed like help the process I put on this uh album Tom Mish I just like discovered him recently through uh, Reggie. Okay. So, and I uh, I have these Magnum Sharpie markers, and I just wrote her a love letter. Oh, like I wrote <laughs> and, on this huge piece of That's paper, awesome. right? She so gets wrote, home, she's like, I can't read this. So like yeah. I wrote, right? <laughs> I, know, I don't know what this is. Do you I have know. any hot dogs? <laughs> That's oh, how to write me man. a love letter to give me hot dogs. So shoot. So man, yeah, I know. I know she has no way. You know what but I it's mean? It's good for like, you. It's good for I, you. Like, need to do it yeah. you know and like at one point in time I had gone into like madness of a topography study of like just writing out like my heart and like mm. how that feels in my body and like how it should like come out my hand and like I like this I like ended up taking up all of this paper except for I have one section where like when I pick her up from the hospital today like tonight I'm gonna lay her down on this section I'm gonna like outline her oh my god <laughs> like a body at a so crime scene yeah. <laughs> nice oh, oh no 
It's like a, it's like a shrine. It's fine. To her. That's your like, art. No, Whatever you need to do, don't do it in chalk. Just don't do it in chalk. Just like don't like caution. Just do it directly on the floor. So I don't know what I'm gonna do with this now because it's like 12 by 40. Like I have no idea. But like I had to do it. I was telling you, I made all these drawings of my dog's skeleton, and then I'm like, I can't share any of these. They just bum people out. So I just put them in my. I want to see it though. They're creepy. I like. I get. I love that, but. Like I get it, right? Because yeah. I went through that. Like I'd be, I'm so down to see that. Like please. And I mean, I she's like, my dog's dying of cancer right now. I'm actually like surprisingly okay with it because she's had it for two years, and I'm like, yeah, when she goes, she goes, and like, mm-hmm. uh, we make a lot of morbid jokes about it to make ourselves more comfortable with it. But I'm gonna be a mess. I mean, yeah. I've had her 12 years. She's yeah, my baby. That's, a, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like my therapist says. It's like, it's look, you're gonna be okay. But it's gonna suck. It's gonna yeah. suck. But you're gonna oh, be okay. I like yeah, that, you know, and it's, it's you'll get through it. It's you're just, gonna be okay, but it's gonna suck. Yeah, but it's very cool like, that you both have expressed yourself uh, through art, and I feel like that's barfing out poison. It is. I was yeah, just, I that's was just, why I'm an artist. Yeah. I need to barf. Oh, I need to barf. It's weird. I barf with my mouth <laughs> on stage. Uh, but, I don't. Mm, yes, you barf uh, with your mind and your hands. Uh, but it's it's I I basically uh, was just thinking about how like oh maybe I should do a little bit more of that because I, I I've talked about this on the show but I had like a bit of a breakdown at one point where I was frustrated about a few things and I'm just in this house because I've just I'll just I have an office here that I'll just write in or, or I'll be on the road or I'll go to an audition or I'll go write with a friend or something but it's like there's no like thing I'm on or in that I go to right now so I was kind of you know just it, and it felt like this this house was driving me crazy even though I love it and I I, I, I was gonna put the trash out and I, I got the trash and I'm going towards the front door and I just snapped and just just bellowed and just swung the the oh no, I dropped the trash and I hit my head on that mantle in the fireplace, <laughs> just banged it, and I just went ah! and just swung the trash against the wall and the whole bag That's exploded. So manly. And all the Oh, and here's this manly. Oh, I love Here's what's, here's what's manly just started and crying and yes! like was just like yelling it's so primal. and just yes! so mad and there's just a just That's like a so broken primal. jar of of spaghetti with the sauce all over the wall and shit and I'm just like like and I'm just like Ugh. and I <laughs> but I I cleaned it all up and I felt better but yeah. it's like I should have painted something I should have drawn something instead of just having this moment just where I just filmed now yelling just is good too violently yeah. it is yeah, yeah, yeah. it is I, I wish but, I had filmed mine mm. like my process of making it like mm-hmm. but it's so hard when you're in it yeah. yeah you know so you're sitting there full raw self-expression yeah. mm-hmm. it's hard to like stop and then be like where am i going to point this uh-huh. like right you lose the momentum yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh that's and i guess you don't like snap great. and go here's a cool painting yeah. you know you don't know, you know, like wow that's a you you have a cool breakdown i just wrote a really good song i don't know I don't, in my pit of infinite sadness just catching number did, when did you it's do called that? sweet pea when did uh I, this was months and months ago i just love this like I, I, Rob, I'm barbaric. I know. Concept of you because just, then, this business will do that to you. It'll just, because you just bang your head against the wall and, and, and everyone's advice, including mine, is just keep banging your head. Yeah. Keep yeah. doing the work. Keep staying on it. But it feels bad. But it feels bad <laughs> it when you continues keep, to feel when bad. You, when you, you know, the years go by and it's like, I've had so many things get so close and then <laughs> fall off. But oh, yeah, yeah. some people don't even yeah. ever get close and I get to do what I love for a living. And so it's like, but sometimes it's hard to keep that in, in, in well, mind. Well, and there's always something else that you want. Like sure. you get what you want, and then you need to get to the next thing and the next thing. So it's yeah. like a hungry ghost inside of you. Yeah. You'll yeah, never exactly. be satisfied. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
But this uh, makes me feel. I like. I'm like. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm like amongst people who understand. Sure. I'm like having that moment right now. I'm mm-hmm. like. Oh, okay. Good. But, <laughs> but it's. I mean. I. You at least are. Uh, you know. You're you're both focused on things you love, you know, and I yeah. always think about like if I wasn't in the healthy relationship I'm in, and you know, I was at um, I was at Soul Cycle today. I go you to Soul Cycle. Oh yeah, my god, it's kind of a, so I don't know. It's kind of an insider club <laughs> where like people that are super young like me go to. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, and now uh, you love the, it. The lady kept saying like, think of the most intense thing that ever happened in your life, and I'm just like going through. I'm like, I can't pick a thing. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it, like if I had to, I just remember the. The intense, uh, uh, what the fuck am I doing with my lifeness of like the eight months Karen and I were broke up before oh, we got back together. Because it was just that's like, intense. I just felt adrift. And yeah, it was yeah. kind of like, you know, it wasn't all bad. I still was happy during those times. But I remember that just being this thing of just like, well, shit, you know? And we were walking around uh, yesterday just looking at stores and stuff. And she was, you know, she'll she'll joke about like when I, I'm always like, I have dibs on dying first because I'm older than her. <laughs> I call dibs. That's like, fair. I don't want it to be around. I, I don't want to be around. And she's like, you know, I'm old and she's dead. Like, fuck that shit. But uh, she's like, she's like, yeah, I think I'll probably. And she always says these things of like, who she'll date next and yeah. stuff. And it's like a made up thing. She's probably like, I'll have like a, just a, a bunch of different boyfriends, I think. And then maybe get a husband. I don't know. You know, and and uh, and like, I'm, I'm like, you're going to switch to girls. I know it. You Ooh. know, and she's yeah, like, you two and are she's like, so great. Yeah, stupid. But she's like, and then, but you know, it's always her. Like, I never say that. But she's like, she's like, what would you do? And I was like, I was like, I wasn't even like, oh, it'd be so crushed because I would be. But I was just like, oh, I don't want to date again. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, oh, man, it's, it's awful. Yeah, no, it is. It's always oh, awful. Oh, it's so much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. relationships are also awful. But like, it's anyway. So it's, it's just, nice, it's though. just funny that when yeah. you find a good one, you're like, I'm done, right? I don't have to do this yeah, again. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to find someone Come else. On. And it's, I, I'm just glad I'm not in. Look, but it's, it's good to not be in a bad relationship. I've been in right. ones yeah. where I'm just like. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And they I don't drain want, you so drain of you. all of your energy and soul. And it's like it's like going to a you know when like you go to a party for a friend and you're there and you're like I hate this I want to go you know <laughs> oh, yeah. and it, like it's a shitty party or yeah. whatever and it's like that's what being in a bad relationship is it's like what the what am I doing here mm-hmm. yeah. this is stupid yeah. no one wants me here yeah. yeah that that those are the those are the moments when you finally flex a little bit the I'm an adult and I can leave yes yeah. And I don't have to say anything to anybody. Uh-huh. I don't have to like. I could just go. Yeah. You know, right? Like, no. I mean, it's 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 an interesting muscle to mm-hmm. flex because it's like kind of hard, and then you do it, and you're like, yeah, right. right? Like, I can I think leave. That's one of the reasons me and my partner aren't married yet is we're like we kind of like that we're both choosing to stay at all times. Like, yeah. there's nothing legally yeah. binding us. Or we're just yeah. kind of like yeah. So because I've been married and divorced, yeah, and, and like that's mortifying. And not only that, like I, mean, it's I was so married normal. before the whole like tinder dating app spiel so then to like come out and now here is this new world that i never had like the youth time evolving in because you know how like when you're young and you learn how and you like start fooling around with people it's like awkward in the beginning right like when you first make out you're not very good and then eventually you. i was excellent right away i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) just kidding (laughs) you owe me five bucks i told you she was (laughs) we make weird bets (laughs) (laughs) Weird. <laughs> but, but like, I, I never went through that, yeah. you know? And so here I am essentially making an intermediate slash, you know, 
juvenile dating profile not understanding this process mm. and like eventually I go through like these apps so much they're like you need to like lower your standards so we can give you more connections and I was like no no and I just stopped you know and it, like <laughs> it's like really it's like really been a lot like yeah. this is so funny because this is like relevant to a question I pulled but oh, anyway, sweet. anyway we'll get well, well let's like, how about we uh, wanna, are, you, are you ready I'm ready let's right. yeah. let's, let's roll the first one I'm not good at giving advice by the way so but well, that's it's advice from a dipshit there's oh, right, no clinical right. expertise I forgot the t- okay yeah, yeah. We're, and, good. and I have like a, I have like something I have like a message for you specifically oh, like wow. to the end too that's Terrifying. Like super fun no, <laughs> no you're actually gonna love it I have like a little easter egg for you cool uh, my, my advice to anyone on the show is basically just like, you're drawing from your own mistakes. You're drawing from your dipshittery. Yeah. So that you already have expertise. Yeah. You know Cause I, mean? I, I am a dipshit. I know I mean, a lot about being I a dipshit. T- you, I can tell you've made so many mistakes. I knew that when I met you. <laughs> thank no, you. I'm oh kidding. God, thank you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, right. uh, anyway, let's All roll right. the first one. So this was going to be the bonus question, but I'm going to play it since it's like now relevant. Great. Hey Matt, it's me, Kat. I got out of a six-year relationship and have been working on myself for the last two. I'm ready to start dating, but totally don't understand the dating apps. Um, it's crazy out there. Uh, what tips do you have for making a good Bumble profile that will attract good guys and not dick pics in my DM? Thanks. Hey, Kat. Uh, thanks for <laughs> calling in. Very cool. Uh, I, I appreciate that You know, more people are calling in recognizing me as an official millennial, as a young... Uh, of course I know all the dating apps, man. I've been out there. Um, I, first off, let me just say my level of expertise uh, from uh, Tinder specifically is from my mistakes. When I was single, I made a Tinder profile and they wanted it to link to my Facebook and just use that information. And I was like, I don't want to use my Facebook because it's a business uh, account. It's my comedy account. I don't want someone looking at it and being like, oh, comedian, mm-hmm. whatever, who cares as if I'm promoting myself. So I created another Facebook account and put nothing on it but a picture. So any woman who opened it up was like, there's no friends. There's no information. Oh, he's a serial killer. Like it was the dumbest. And I realized that after a couple days and went, oh, no, fuck this. And I just canceled it. I just canceled it. I think um, uh, I'll, I'll throw to Lisa. Have you ever made a Bumble account? Uh, no, I did used to do some online dating like 10 years ago. I was on like the nerve or like oh. the onion. Uh, and I was on okay Cupid. Um, and there's nothing you can do to avoid dick pics, by the way, yeah. like they will find you, they will send them. Um, so just ignore them, yeah. um, or, you know, save them and use them as blackmail or whatever. <laughs> uh, or like spice up group chats. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys just have no yeah, concept you, of whether you, or not someone wants to see their dick. That's I, the whole point. And it's, it's, it's trolling. It's yeah. just like, it, yeah. this, I don't think it's, there's, there's, it's almost like a hack joke now at, uh, at this point mm. in time with like comedians being like, what do they think? This girl's gonna be like, oh, wow, a dick. It's like, no, not really. It's more, they just want a reaction. They yeah. just want, it's just like the feeling of, oh, she looked at my dick. Yeah. You know, it's just like gross. It's just being a piece of shit. Um, and that sucks that it's unavoidable, but thankfully at least she's on Bumble. I don't know what, what is Bumble? Bumble is where the women choose. Okay. Men yeah. cannot good. reach out to women. Oh, that's women good. reach out to men. Yeah. That's good. Yes. And but she like wants to know. And like safeties in place to make sure you're like not treated inappropriately. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. But she wants to know how to make her profile appealing. Yeah. I think she's like, she's new to the, uh, the internet, uh, the, the modern age. This is so why, I think this one is for you a little well, bit. Yeah. But this is what I was saying of like, this is like, this is a problem I have. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because I showed up without, without really like knowing. And, mm-hmm. um, so I, I, I like, 
man, man, I, I really wish I could tell you, but I don't. I mean, it's just, I mean, be honest. And yeah, like, being you know honest. what else I've Sense I found of humor out? is good to show too. Just like, and yes. there's like, there's like subculture rhetoric for if you're into certain things, you can like signal that in the rhetoric of right. like the space, which is weird. I, I haven't been on it in a very long time. Like yeah. I, I, you know, I went through it and I went, I, there is a period of time where I was like really like dating a lot. Like I got like a high from it, you know, but mm -hmm. it, I was just like a lot of like single dates was just like, and then, and then that was exhausting. And I really only met like one person who I was like, I was about who ended up like lying about their age by like five years, like yeah. total, like weird control problems, even though I like really liked him. And so I, I like, I but saw how so do many guys who lied. How oh. do you filter that? You know, yeah. like you no. can't like you can't 37. Oh wait, we're going to your birthday party now to meet all your friends and you're 42. Like, yeah, what the not fuck? like that would have bothered me, but why'd you have to do that? Why you it's know? a bad sign. It's a bad sign. If, yeah, they're so, already lying to you on yeah. something as dumb as your age and yeah. you're a guy and you're, yeah. yeah. And like, I don't, I don't care. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not going to be dating any 20-year-olds. Like, if I definitely, like, when I would see an account and, like, the age range was, like, 18 to 50, I would kind of be like to that guy, fuck off. Yeah, like, you gross. don't, like, you just want sex. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, yeah. versus my window is, is, like, tiny. It's, like, 30 to 45 and, mm -hmm. like, 10 miles from me or whatever shit. Like, that's it. You know yeah. what I yeah. mean? Like, I think that's fair. I think, like, the best advice we can give her is just go to your actual specificity. Use your sense of humor and uh, be normal. But just don't, uh, I, I think, don't overthink it as much. Kind of just treat it like you're meeting people at a party or whatever. I mean, I had Mike Burns is an old friend of mine. He created Dad Boner, and he, uh, you know, if you follow that on on Twitter, which he got a, he got a book deal of that called Power Moves. He now has a a great podcast. Shout out to to Mike called Power Moves, and it's kind of like he like he's he's a bit of a, a gentleman scumbag in a way. So like, <laughs> his I like that. yeah, he he him and like him that. and Mike Bridenson had a podcast actually called a gentleman scumbag. Oh, really? That's but it was great. Yeah, because it's just kind of people that like to live trash but know how to correctly. You know, the happy hour at Applebee's and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, I love. Uh, Car carnal consensual passions. You know, is one of the <laughs> things. So like, but he created. I remember. Uh, he created a, a, a dating app, a dating uh, profile that was called Pizza Nacho 69. That was he was like everything on it was something a trash, hilarious dude would say. Uh -huh. And it's a fake thing. And women like he got a lot of reach wow. outs that they were like, loved it. They loved it wow. because it was so over the top. And yeah. I'm not, I think the lesson to take from that is like uh, go ahead and be a little nuts if you are. And and put your sense of humor. It on definitely there. gets attention. Because, yeah, because yeah. because you're you're a woman, you know. And and Mike did not expect to get any reactions from this. Yeah. Like it was. It's like one of the questions is like name six things you le can't live without. And he wrote titties, six of them. <laughs> it's like fucking makes no sense. But do you think that you will know? work as well for a woman creating not, a profile no, as oh, a no, man? No, no, no. I'm not saying go crazy like he did. But I'm saying because men don't like funny women no, as much as women like crazy funny men. But but that's probably a good point. But I think the men who like like funny women are of are of way more value than men who do not. Yeah, no kidding. I think I think what you want so you're, is a guy you're, you're who's not weeding people out. You're, you're, yeah, yeah, you're separating the wheat from the wheat from the chaff. Like you basically want a guy who won't be intimidated by your sense of humor yeah. and by your uniqueness. Yeah, and just like Amanda said, like fucking hold out. Yeah, yeah. do yeah. not lower your lower your standards. That makes as much sense as. My buddy Kevin was looking for an apartment, and we went in this apartment, and it was tiny. 
And he's like, no, this is too small. And the lady's like, oh, no, you don't need all your stuff. It's like, oh, let me sell half my shit so I can pay you rent, you yeah. maniac. Hey. It's the same thing no. for you, yeah. like, oh, st- lower your standards to stay on our site. But at the it's same like, time, that's if, not my yeah, job. That's, that's, at the that's, same time, if you if you need like a guy to like all the same Coen Brothers movies in the same no, order you no, do, no, no, like no. that's too you know like there's only so much you can judge from a profile. Granted. Like if you're seeing like oh I don't like his taste in music or movies, that shit does not matter no, at all. No. You just need someone who like will treat you nice and like I so encourage you that. and I support so you. That. Yeah. Like that's why I didn't like online dating. Is you can judge the surface of someone, but then you see them in person and you're like oh I hate the way he smells. Yeah, uh-huh. like the, like the chemistry is just non. Yeah, there's so much more you can tell from seeing someone in person. Yeah, Yeah. that's why it's not good to like message back and Uh, forth for weeks and weeks. Like just just meet someone. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I actually I actually have like a pretty funny catfishing story. I got catfished. This was like the final kind of like straw for me. (laughs) Like especially with this. So I got catfished. So like you know pictures are cute. Conversation was witty. Like all right, great. So we meet for a drink. And I show up, and I'm, like, looking around the bar, like, really confused. You know, like, I don't see whoever. And some guy starts, like, waving at me. And I was like, oh. And so I, come, I walk over, and I'm like, excuse me. Like, he's like, oh, Amanda. And he starts talking to me like he's familiar with me. Okay. And I, like, I was like, I do not, like, recognize you. I'm sorry. Like, are you, like, let's just call him Evan or whatever. Like, uh-huh. And he goes, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, you know, my pictures don't quite do so well. So, like, I found stuff that sort of looks like me. Uh, and, right? no. and uh turns out he's like a hallmark he's a, he said he was a writer and a creative and he's like i've had stuff that's been published i'm like cool oh yeah he's a hallmark card writer and like hallmark <laughs> is having problems and cutting and he's pretty sure he's gonna lose his job in two months and he doesn't know what he wants to do wow and so next thing i know i overhear the bartender giving me a drink and i turn and here we go. Get ready for it. He gives me a drink because he's overseeing this interaction and he feels bad for me. And he knows me because he and I were, let, and let me finish this, extras in a porn together. So I have a friend, Matt and I have discussed this before about our L.A. friends. So I have an L.A. friend who's a porn star. And she was like, hey, we need like extras just to do like the like the the plot parts do you want to do it and i was all like hell yeah i get to like wear a wig they're gonna put me in a costume like i don't know what this is but you know i'm like young and living my life so sure i'll be an extra in a porn and you get to make up what your name is for imdb for it and i was like oh i love this and so he and i were extras together and like hit it off of being like this is really weird like we had to walk around at one point and sing happy happy birthday happy happy birthday so he's watching me he recognizes me and so he went over to talk to me but then sees i'm getting catfished by this weirdo so he just gives me a drink doesn't charge me i like take the shot and i turn to the guy and i'm like i'm the fuck out of here good for you (laughs) but i'm a writer and i'm athletic and i'm you know published Uh, no you're like a skinny hallmark card writer nothing wrong with writing hallmark cards but be honest about it yeah 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 yeah. oh you're about to like lose your job and so then this guy that i'm like yeah. That I was like in a porn with. It was so funny. That's I was hilarious. like, this is at least there's my out. I'm heading out. There you go. Perfect. Okay. All right. But yeah. All right. Next question. Hey, everybody. My, um, my girlfriend, basically her parents should have retired maybe 15 years ago. And now it's getting to the point where, um, 
they can't take care of themselves and my girlfriend is forced to stay at home and be their nurse basically and they don't have enough um financials i guess to to live in a, a nice home or something or they don't want to and i don't know what to to tell her it's upsetting for everyone and there's just no way to to fix this situation i feel like and i'm doing everything i can and i think she is too but um we're both in our mid early 30s and we'd really like to get our lives going um not to say that there's will be ending soon but how do you how do you take care of parents that need care and still live with still live on your own and do your own life thing um so yeah sorry it's uh depressing but it's, it's well it's her life it's just a part of mine but anything would help thank you love love you your show bye thank you sir uh that i don't know what you mean depressing that's hilarious um no uh here here's here's the my first thought my parents are involved with a uh collective called the village that is all over the country and basically what it is is you set up a network in your neighborhood and uh they basically help you there there's 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 um, outlets in all the major cities, maybe some of the small ones. Uh, Google the village, and basically what it is is young people and old people, like, for example, my parents' neighborhood. My parents are in their early 70s. Everyone in the, in the neighborhood, they have their uh, phone number and my parents and vice versa. And so there are people that, like, on a little schedule will call in and check on them if they need it or whatever. They can call someone if something happens or whatever. So that is something to look into and That's see so great. what kind of, it's awesome. That's it, awesome. It basically makes it so you, you maybe don't, you don't have to go to a retirement home until like it's near the end kind yeah. of thing. Uh, so, um, uh, uh, to 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 take you away from the, the the fear of having to leave everything you worked for to go to this thing, but that said, you might not have that there, and you guys are low on funds, and that is a kick in the pants. Uh, I think it's it's just it's she's basically doing a daughter's duty, so it's kind of you up to you to help out all you can, try to get her a break, maybe help with some of the duties. I'm sure you are. You seem like a really nice dude. Um, but, uh, uh, I think in terms of, uh, I, I would just kind of, I, if there hasn't been a conversation started about a home of some kind, because you can get aid for that sort of thing, that is something to look into. Lisa, what would you, uh, I don't on? know. I'm like dreading this happening in my own life because sure. we, uh, so many of us have to deal with this at some point yeah. and it's, it's coming soon. And my parents are getting older. My dad's in his eighties. Like, um, there's a point where they just start to rely on you, uh, and yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. have good advice for this. No, this I just, it's I'm a, like, we should like, vote Democrat socialists into yeah. office so that we have more universal health care. More to the point. Yeah, we exactly. really need the government to help take care more so that the burden doesn't fall on like our whole generation yeah. when we're just starting to get, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when it, when people uh, blanch and kind of back up about like, oh, I don't think health care is a human right. It's like, yes, it is. Yes, because it is. Wait, wait until you're 80 and then you have no money and you're like, wait, what am I supposed to die? And it's like, yeah, people that say healthcare isn't a human right just want you to die. 
And it's you know. it's hard to like make enough to retire comfortably and oh. like take care of all your health needs and yeah. like unexpected shit comes up mm-hmm. and it's just like the government needs to help yep. the people who live in the country. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I mean that's that's like the long game. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. But for now, I think. <laughs> but for now, I think just just look just look into options for aid. Uh, sit down with your girlfriend. Talk about your guys. Talk about your guys's future. Have a little date night. Something. Uh, to to have a little time with each other. And uh, make sure, and you know, tread lightly, but make sure you are you you are ask her has she talked to her parents about options? Um, yeah, talking with them openly about absolutely. it is, is a good thing to and do. That has got to be brutal, but yeah. it's just got to be done. So, uh, good luck to you, man, and just uh, uh, rest in the fact that you and your girlfriend are doing the right thing, and you're you're being a really cool person about it. And yeah. that's, that's not to be discounted. You got to keep that in mind uh, because you didn't call whining about, Oh, I want uh, my girlfriend back. I, I, you know, you sound, you sound like this is keeping you up nights, man. And I think that's, that's tough, but that means you're a good person. So just keep that in mind. And um, you know, uh, uh, take some time with, for, for you and your girlfriend to have some time to yourselves. Just, just be sure to cut that time out each other you can even go over and pick them up from her parents house and be like hey guys we know you guys want to fuck so i'm gonna take my girlfriend um i think they'll think it's funny i think they, they probably haven't heard that word from anyone in a while know that, but i think they'll love it i think they'll love I it they'll love that's it. our advice say that and grab your girlfriend and see how that plays take her to the cheesecake factory uh, okay that's uh good, good luck to you man oh uh, let's, let's hear the next call matt Josh here. I'm a 35-year-old guy, single, and all my friends have moved on for marriage and all that stuff. How do you make friends as an adult? <laughs> you can't go to the playground and play with random kids anymore. You can't go to school and pick, you know, pick your friends out of the groups that you're in. <laughs> I don't want to pick them up at a bar. That seems kind of weird. Unless that's the only advice you got. Ah, oh, no. What Hit are your up. hobbies? Like, does he have any hobbies? Because uh, that's the best way. That I is think. big. That is a. That's a, yeah. I mean, I it's think like, it's, do you play a sport? Like, do you like going hiking or bike riding, or do you like baking yeah. pottery or like join, join clubs? Yeah, shared interests. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think it's it's ju- just like dating. It's just about putting yourself out there, and that's tough, man. I really appreciate this this ask because. That is a big thing. Yeah, I, I've it's hard to make friends at this yeah, age. I, I, it is. <laughs> it does I, feel like dating. It, it feels creepier. I feel to like make friends. It's like, and it's like you get commitment phobic too. You're uh-huh. like, do I like this person enough to spend one on one time with them? What if they don't like me? Exactly. What if they think I'm disgusting? It's like, look, can I just blow you? Is it? Would you rather have something like that? Because <laughs> that uh, would be easier. I would be easier, and I'd be done with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I mean, I, I've talked about how I've had one person in my life that I had to break up with as a friend, yeah. and it yeah. was weirder than breaking up with a girlfriend. Yeah, weirder because it's just like, what do you mean we're not friends anymore? Like that just is such a strong thing. Because we think of friends as a not a big deal thing. But as you it's get older, a big deal. it is the hugest deal. I've had to drop friends to a different tier. You know, like sure. they were best friends. And then it's like, nah, you're more of a distant acquaintance at yeah, this point. Yeah, sorry. And, and I've had people where I I was kind of the one where I was always reaching out. And it was kind of like they were not. And I'm just like, okay. One-sided. Then yeah. I'm just going to let this go. Yeah. You know. And, Stop and watering I'm the sh- plant and yes. see what happens. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure part of it was because they lived in Venice. <laughs> 
Oh, sure. <laughs> the LA oh, thing? Yeah. That's oh, the yeah. LA thing. So I'll never see well. you again. No, it's true. Know? It's true. I have one, I have two friends actually, Maria and Del Rey, who I still see, which is great because I see them at shows. And that's the, the joy uh, of being a comedian. You know, we have a bit of a fraternal order. And so we'll see each other on the road and airports. Oh, that's and nice. in LA. Yeah, it's great. It's great. But, um, uh, colleagues, it's, esteemed yes, colleagues, esteemed colleagues yeah. who sometimes become friends. You give yeah. comedians and so much credit. <laughs> but esteemed. it is people. People think the esteem. No, not esteem. This is low art. Yeah, I'll is, make all my colleagues are yeah. perverts. My fellow purveyor of dick jokes. How yeah. are you? My yeah. So, so, uh, it, but it's hard for the for the layperson to kind of how do you? It's hard to meet a new person who uh, like understands your deal too. Right, you know, like right. all my friends know that they have to like scratch down my door to get me to hang out with them yeah. like that's what i uh, i'm the plant who never sure you know, i know fine i never I, reach out but they get it like that and it works this yeah. dynamic works with us but if you uh, had someone who's like lisa come on let's roll up on the club you're like i'm not doing that i yeah. don't want to go to the club so it's you know it's it, they know you they know who you are yeah and that's their friends but i think um you know, uh, uh, I, I, the thing that got me is like, how did your, why do your friends get married and then they're not your friend? Yeah. That's weird to me. That is weird. Don't well, they still have friends? Like, that's like when you couple, when people couple up and they hibernate. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, There's I, like, I get that, but you know, and then, and then if you have kids and you're, and you're the single friend with no kids, that's, it's like not easy to go to those where there's like it's harder couple, when there's kids, like eight yeah. couples with children. Sure, sure. Two more couples, and then it's like me and like the other single person. Yeah, I kind of like being the fifth wheel though. But like, because you then you're the fun one who's like untethered. Oh and yeah, like, you I, know, I, I always like hanging they out. They live with my, vicariously with, through you with my couple's friends. I love it. Yeah, I, I never had a problem with that, and I think there is that urge to cocoon and har- hibernate cocoon, if you have a kid. Yeah. But it's also like, yeah, but. You got to mix it up. It's almost like you know con- muscle confusion at the gym. You know, like sometimes you got to just go. Be like, I'm gonna go. Uh, we're gonna meet these people. I don't want to go, but you go, and you end up having a good time. Yeah, maybe just, he just needs up. to create the opportunity. Like, be like, we're gonna have a men's night out and invite all those married yeah. friends out for like a dude time. Exactly. Have a but, barbecue in the park. Yeah, <laughs> but do it like twice a month. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, don't do it just like once a quarter. Yeah, and yeah. throw it, uh, a dinner party. Uh, dinner parties are like one of the best things to ever do as an adult. I f- love them so much. I remember there's a comic in Chicago when I was starting out that he had this amazing bit about how much he hated dinner parties and he would go and he's like, he's like, oh, you're drinking turning leaf Chardonnay now. I'm going to drink 12 paps and crush the cans and hide them in your cushions, like stuff like that. And it was this long tirade and it's very funny, but it's like I, back then I'm like, yeah, that dinner parties aren't parties. Now I'm like, they're my favorite parties. <laughs> You know, like I just like having people over and cooking for them and having a couple of drinks and hanging what, out. What's the childhood equivalent of the adult dinner party? Childhood? What's the childhood equivalent? It's like, probably like a birthday party. Or or like come over and play with my dolls. Right, that's what like, I mean. Like yeah. what's the equivalent? Because mm-hmm. like it is so joyous and like yeah. the more ingredients involved, like the better. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like what like come well, it's play like, pretend. When you remember when you're a kid and you're like Oh, it's a it's a birthday party. That means there's cake. I'm gonna go. Like cake is the jam. Yeah. You know, I love cake so much. So it was like like, like that was the thing. Whereas with like a dinner party, it's like, oh, you get different wine. If you don't drink, it's like, oh, we're gonna eat a shitload of pasta or yeah. whatever. You know, like there's always 
you know, there's treats. There's always something. Right. Like I think that's the that's that's the link in mm-hmm. these parties. It's I always like that. there's treats. I like, I like inviting people over to draw because then mm-hmm. there's like a passive activity that's while doing. Rad. So it's like you can just chat while staring at this thing you're working on and there's low pressure and you're eating and drinking yeah. and just like. Yeah, I think this guy should throw a party. And also another treat because I was just thinking not all treats have to be consumption. Karaoke. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Karaoke. You do that. Yep. You do we'll that. run a karaoke party, <laughs> and you can all. Really, all you need is an amp and a mic because if you have a television that you can hook up to your your laptop, you can all every karaoke song with the words across the bottom of the screen is on YouTube. All of them. Yeah. You can and anyone just goes and just taps in whatever song they want. Boop comes right up, and it's the best. It's we've had karaoke parties where it's like seven people, seven. <laughs> And it's just a blast. Gosh, I love karaoke. Amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. So I think, yeah, my advice to, to uh, this guy is just, like, throw a little dinner party, invite your couple friends, see if they have any friends to bring. Yeah. Whatever. And then, and then pursue hobbies. Hobbies and clubs. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you're into, you'll, mm-hmm. you'll meet that community of people. Yeah. Like, Fo- focus on your interests. Do you read a lot of books? Maybe join a book club. Yeah. Maybe go to a... <laughs> Go to go to a bookstore like we have Skylight Books here or Book Soup that has events. Yeah. Go to those events, you know. And if someone says something really funny, laugh loud. So when people look over, you give them the thumbs up. Be like, "See, I'm fucking cool. I like that guy." <laughs> also, just asking people questions about themselves is the best way to oh get them interested god. in you. Like, oh my god, it works like crazy that, good. That, it's the best like advice from the movie Swingers. Yeah. Just ask questions. Just People are so stare at forehead by and your ask curiosity. <laughs> and then yeah. they'll want to know more about you. And mm-hmm. then, you know, before you know it, you're friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's it's like a courtship. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld's secret is to ask people questions that require them to give you numbers. <laughs> Interesting. And that's like a yeah. That's like a that's like a thing Jerry Seinfeld does with people who he feels like is he's like, you know, in the getting to know process. Yeah, but then the he's like, lineup. how much money do you have? Oh, it's like, yeah, God damn total, it, Jerry. No, it's like, how you're many a kids do you have? How long have you oh, been yeah. married? Like, you oh. go for stuff with numbers. Can but I, then it's such a short answer. Don't you want, or, like, kind of a longer well, answer? No, that can, can, I, can I tell you what, what this is? This oh, is like name droppy as oh, a motherfucker. Ooh, I, can't wait. I had I had coffee a couple months ago with Patton Oswalt. There's one. Uh-huh. And he. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's good. He, he, had, he was having dinner with he was having dinner at Steve Martin's house. Wow. <laughs> right, with like some other people. And you know, Steve is now kind of a new dad. His kid is probably like 5 or 6 or something. I, didn't I don't know. know. That. Yeah, he he had a, a kid way late in life. And <laughs> he said, "I really don't want to fuck this joke up cuz it's so good and dark." But they're having dinner and there's a, there's other uh, parents there too that have like little ones, right? And Steve Martin <laughs> goes, "My number is 3." How often a day do you guys hit your kids? <laughs> <laughs> and Patton, if you're listening, I'm sorry I, I, to take away your your amazing story. Oh but my god! It, it's just so fucking oh, dark. I love it. You hit your kid three times a day, it. and no one reach out as if he's serious. Don't That's be an such asshole. Such a funny and, way oh, to yeah, It's not cool not. to joke about that. Yes, it is. It's That's so a funny, funny to, joke. It's so funny to start with the number it's, yes, before you know what the you don't number know what means. It is. It's so funny. Uh, my number. Like everyone, <laughs> everyone hits their kids. It's just a number uh, we all pick. such a good yeah. premise. Just, where, where's your taller? Have I used up all my slaps for, for the day? For my, uh, <laughs> I thought that was so funny and dark. Uh, okay, great. Well, really quick before we wrap up, yeah. I just want to let you know uh-huh. that, so I'm friends with this comic book artist, Jason Latour, who created Spider-Gwen. And Southern oh. Bastards and et cetera, et cetera. And I introduced him to BoJack Horseman. Oh, and he's been, great. he's been 
Easter egging characters into all the like Spider Man y comic what? books he's been writing right now. Oh my now. god, no way. Yeah, yeah, I like really hope for like to eventually have you two meet, but he he's like gonna be out in LA to help work on the remaining like Spider Verse movies and stuff. Oh, but cool. he like he like hadn't for some reason heard of Bojack Horseman and like not only of course loves the storyline but loved the visuals so much that he's been Easter egging characters oh. for like this for like a series that's like about to come out. So that's awesome. gonna be I'll be sure to like connect you oh, to I can't it wait and everything. To see it. But how that's so fun that's is so that? Great. Right? And, I, and I and I have to say, like uh, as a tribute, I, I was on Bojack. Yes you were. My, you played a deer. Who, <laughs> whose name was Deer. And he's one of my favorite characters because I related to him so much. He is a deer who goes jogging at night in a tracksuit that's camouflage. So you can't see him. And he's just constantly getting hit by cars. He can't stop. And the line they cut for and he's got his earbuds in, so he can't hear him. And uh the line that they cut out for time that I fucking was I was so sad about because it's so Aww. perfect. Because they go, why do you keep stopping when a car is coming? And he goes, I just see that light and I go, what is that? <laughs> And they're like, but it's always a car, right? He's like, oh, yeah, and he's like, yeah, right. it's always a car. That's and that. I've done that to myself <laughs> through relationships, <laughs> substance abuse, you know, Matt, eating the wrong thing. that is a character for you. And I've, did they really of, cut that part? They did uh, for time. They cut so many good and jokes. I know. There's, well, because it's so, it's I mean. It's such a tight, I mean, yeah. it's like 23 uh, minutes. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, um. Uh, uh, Raphael, Raphael is like yeah, yeah. Uh, who I gave his first writing job to when I had oh, a pilot. Really? Yeah, because his oh, his packet know. was so brilliant, and I'd never heard of him. I'm just like, who is this person? He's, he's a so genius. funny. Yeah, he's, he's so just a sparkly brain. He's such a, a wonderful yeah. human being. So funny. Love him. But I have always like one of my favorite uh, uh, sentiments. It's a decent song, but it's a Jim Croce song. It's called "The Hard Way Every Time," and he says, uh, uh, "I've had a uh, what was it?" Um, Oh, God, a couple (laughs) moonbeams and uh, went over a couple of falls uh, in the course of running down certain highways. I ran into a couple of walls uh, and it's like at the end of my life, blah, blah, blah. uh, It's been and he just says, like, the, the thing I've. Tried to find. It's been the hard way every time. It's like that's the only way he learns is the hard way every time, uh-huh. and that's dear. And so I'm like, just like you know, you think about like ridiculous tattoos. Like if I had a tattoo on my arm of deer taking his earbuds out, like huh? Like he's about to get hit by a car, and it just says the hard way every time. Oh my god! I'll, I, I'll never get it, but it's just like I just oh, think that would be so idea. rad. But it's like I've said to you, I was like, make a deer T-shirt, and if you make it the hard oh. way every time, yeah, and let's do it. Oh. it. Yeah, can we make that so a T-shirt? Badass. Sure. <laughs> but uh, but any you also have a marvelous podcast. Mention oh, that. Yeah, uh, Baby Geniuses, yes. which I co-host with Emily Heller. Yes, it's very funny Who, and stupid. It's great, and I, and I was on it. And and Emily Heller is one of the funniest stand-ups out She's there. She's so funny. Yes, she has a new album out, uh, so you should check that out. Yeah, it's called Pasta. Called Pasta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, you were amazing, and thank you so much for coming oh, on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and my uh, show Tuca and Birdie is coming out soon. Oh yeah, Tuca <laughs> and Birdie. Yeah, with, with the, the two uh, leads. Yes, yeah, Ali Wong and Tiffany Haddish. Like, come on, man. Amazing. Come on. That show's where, gonna be. Where, uh, it's gonna be on Netflix. It is. Yeah, and I don't have a release date yet. But okay. Soon. All right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So if you want to call in for any advice from a severely unqualified person like myself. <laughs> Uh, 323-763-0228 The Patreon At advice from a dipshit Amanda and I Are going to rejigger that By the way So it's going to be A lot more user friendly All that jazz We talked to a representative At Patreon Who like 
gave us some great advice. So yeah, look we, forward yeah, to that. We, yeah, we got we were like, we're trying this thing. And yeah. Is this right? She's like, that's totally wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she didn't say that. She's very nice. But no, um, she, yeah. yeah. But um, uh, I'm looking forward to the new changes. So yes, we'll be too. posting about me too. it. So stay guys. tuned, guys. Uh, and uh, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend about it. Um, and uh, so check out the new Patreon, obviously. Uh, announcement, announcement, announcement. <laughs> We're going to be uh, at, at South by Southwest on um, in March. I believe March 11th is when we're going to do it. It's a Monday, but still come. It's going to be rad. We're going to have a guest uh, to be announced. Uh, so this is going to be the, the kickoff of our very, very first live uh, advice from a dipshit. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. So it's going to be rad. Uh, Amanda will be there. Obviously, I will be there. Uh, so check it out. Uh, if you have a wristband, just come on by. Uh, the theme song's by Ben Wise. Subscribe and write a fun review. I know it's dumb and it's corny, but it does really help. Yeah, it really makes a mm-hmm. difference. But so. we are growing exponentially, so and that, that's, that's all because of uh, you and Amanda. <laughs> Nothing to do with me. So uh, oh, thanks, check it out. Matt. You Gosh. bet, you bet. So uh, keep calling, keep listening, and uh, thanks, guys. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. You must fly so much because you're on tour, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just was—I was in Telluride, Colorado this weekend, and that was—that took. Oh my God, was took it so cold? Two planes and an hour and a half drive. Wow. Oh yeah, it was. It was the last time, last day I was there, I was like, oh, I this is brutal. <laughs> I mean, it's gorgeous. It's yeah. just this amazing pioneer I love town. Yeah, the air tank backstage. Yeah. Yeah, because it's 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 eighty eight hundred feet. Oh shit! So like, there's an oxygen tank backstage if you want it. And I put it on. I was like, oh, that does feel different. Because you just you just feel like you it's you're like oh I'm fine. You go up a flight of stairs and you're like whoa. I feel fucked up at high altitude. Like even in like Joshua Tree, I'm like ugh. I I didn't love it. I love I liked being there, but I was also like. You know, it's weird when you, like, have a beer and it feels like you had three of them. Yeah, I can't drink at all. Oh, yeah. The first time I went to Telluride, um, because my friend was dating a woman who lived there, and we were, like, at her beautiful house. And then she's like, hey, guys, like, let's grab a beer and jump in the jacuzzi. Like, it's freshly snowing. We're like, sure. And we're, like, half a beer in, in a jacuzzi, and all of us are like, Fuck, it's like weird. Yeah. Like, I can't do this. Like, (laughs) gonna pass out. Oh, man. Mm Yeah, it was a, it was something else. That's for sure. Okay, we are ready. That was believable. <laughs>